I am Patrick Boggs. I am doing the podcast known as Mockery Rocks. And this is one of the rocks. There is a thing people say. They say fake news. I don't know what it is. Invalid news would either be old, not new, or would be false. It's not true. That news is not true. Somebody is just taking it out of their imagination, which is what they used to do on Saturday Night Live with Weekend Update. The original Weekend Update was opened by the announcer by the name of Don Pardo. Do I sound like him? And the commentator who made up some lies was Chevy Chase. But then, during the 90s, when O.J. was on trial, Norm MacDonald, the late, great Norm MacDonald, did it. Now, I'm going to give you some real news. I hope it's not too old. The United States won a legal battle to seize a Russian-owned super yacht in Fiji. Fiji, way out there. And the U.S. wasted no time in taking command of the vessel, which somebody valued at $325 million. They took it and they sailed away. The court ruling represented a significant victory for the U.S. as it encounters obstacles in its attempts to seize the assets of Russian oligarchs around the world. In the island nation of Fiji, that nation's Supreme Court, we didn't know they were big enough to have a Supreme Court, stayed an order, and then they lifted that stay, which had prevented the U.S. from seizing the Amadia, which is the name of that super yacht. When yachts get pretty big, it's hard to tell if they're a boat or a ship, you know what I mean? Chief Justice Kamal Kumar ruled that based on the evidence, the chances of defense lawyers mounting an appeal that the top court would hear were nil and very slim. Kumar said he accepted arguments that keeping the super yacht berthed in Fiji was costing the Fijian government dearly. Dearly means a lot in this case. The fact that U.S. authorities have undertaken to pay costs incurred by the Fijian government is totally irrelevant. The judge found, he said, the Amadea, 
sailed into Fiji waters without any permit and most probably to evade prosecution by the United States of America. In early May, the U.S. Justice Department issued a statement saying the Ahmadiyya had been seized already in Fiji, but that turned out to be premature. It wasn't immediately clear where the U.S. intended to take the Ahmadiyya, which the FBI has linked to a Russian oligarch by the name of Suleiman Kerimov, Fiji Director of Public Prosecutions, Christopher Pride, said unresolved questions of money laundering and the ownership of the Amaria need to be decided in the United States, not in Fiji. In court documents, the FBI linked that vessel by the name of Amadia to the Kurimov family through their alleged use of code names while aboard that vessel and the purchase of some items. The ship became a target of task force klepto capture launched in March to seize the assets of Russian oligarchs to put pressure on the country of Russia to back off in Ukraine. They thought that that vessel would continue on to the Philippines, but some folks said just might try to get to the backside of the country of Russia. We're talking about Vladivostok. Well, I have another story that connects to that from Al Jazeera. Russia's foreign ministry has said it is suspending an agreement with Japan that allowed Japanese fishermen to fish near the disputed southern Kuril Islands, accusing the country of Japan of failing to make payments required under the deal. In the current situation, we are forced to suspend the implementation of the 1998 agreement until the Japanese side fulfills all its financial obligations. Russian Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zakharova said in a statement... The four islands at the center of the dispute between the two countries are located at the southeast of the Russian island of Sakhalin and are administratively a part of the same region. 
strategically control of the islands ensures Russia has year-round access to the Pacific Ocean for its Pacific fleet of warships and submarines based in the same city we were already talking about, Vladivostok, as the strait between the islands of Kunashir and Iturup does not freeze over in winter. Russia has military bases on the archipelago and has deployed missile systems on the islands. Let's give that yacht back to the Russian government, not the particular oligarch. Just take it too. Vladivostok or the waters nearby that is the waters that just might freeze in time to strand the vessel in an odd place but then maybe to have explosives ready to be set off in that same vessel that would act like a Trojan horse, wouldn't it? A time-honored way to do things in disputes between nations. A little, just a little thing for the sports fans. In North Carolina, the new Duke Men's basketball coach John Shearer has hired a former Nike and NBA staffer for a newly created role with the duties that include overseeing name, image, and likeness opportunities for the players. These are basketball players. They don't have a similar person yet for the football program. The school announced the hiring of Rachel Baker as the program's first general manager. Duke described Baker's role as helping players enhance their personal and professional skill sets, including NIL partnerships through her experience in sports marketing. Baker spent eight years at Nike working with grassroots partnerships and event strategy for the Elite Youth Basketball League, EYBL, which features top prep prospects. She also managed strategic initiatives between Nike and NBA star Kevin Durant, one of the apparel makers, signature athletes with his own shoe line. Another sports item. Every chance I get on the radio in Shizuoka, Japan, I give the scores for Japan League Baseball. But some fans in Japan aren't so interested in the Nippon baseball.
they're more interested in the Japanese players in the Major League and the Major League Baseball best player who happens to be Japanese recently is Shohei Otani. Showtime for Shohei. He's doing so well. They say, hey, he performed well, but his team still lost. So let us fire the manager. Joe Madden got fired on Tuesday, the 7th of June. Oh, no. Third base coach. Phil Nevin will take over as interim manager when the Boston Red Sox come to Anaheim. Joe Madden happens to be like 68 years old. So is that too old? I don't know. I happen to be much older than that, and I'm still doing a podcast and a radio show and writing books. But that's me. I want to thank you for listening to this rock of mockery. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's go.